a really old-fashioned wall today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. President Trump today ordered the construction of a border wall with Mexico. We'll hear from a Texas congressman who prefers a more high-tech solution. You know, if you put an emphasis on a 14th-century solution, call a wall. We saw what happened with Imperial China and their wall. We know what happened with the communists and their wall. It's not a very effective way of addressing the issues. Plus, Trump wants to see the Keystone Pipeline move forward. And, this might surprise you, so does Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It's a bit jarring to American audiences who think of uh, his liberal government as being more environmentally friendly. But uh, this is not a huge surprise for Canadians. Those stories and more today on The World. Thanks for being with us today. When I checked my Twitter feed this morning, I came across this post. It's like a month's worth of news in the past 24 hours. It is true. Executive orders are coming fast and furiously, and clearly we can't react to everything President Trump says and signs in today's show. Let's just start, though, with a quick rundown of what's been going on. The world's William Troop joins me now. William, you're producing today's show. Uh, Give us the bullet points. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, when I came into the newsroom this morning and started preparing for today's show, I had this feeling like I was drinking from the news fire. Hmm. Uh, There was just so many stories that we had to keep an eye on for today. And just to give you, like you said, the bullet points, I mean, there is the executive order that that President Trump signed today ordering the construction of the border wall with Mexico, one of his main campaign promises, and he's following through on that. But there's really so much more. Uh, I mean, coming into the newsroom this morning, and we were talking about Trump's decision to go ahead with the Keystone and Dakota Access pipelines, both very controversial stories. There is uh, the expectation that there be more executive orders coming later this week on a host of other issues, including a halt to the arrival of Syrian refugees into this country, a ban on citizens from Muslim-majority countries around the world from coming into the U.S. Also, there was a story making the rounds about a possible executive order coming from uh, President Trump to reauthorize so-called CIA black sites for interrogation of uh, terrorism suspects around the world. Uh, That, we learned from White House spokesman Sean Spicer, was based on a document that did not come from the White House, so uh, we're not looking for that anymore. And that really underscores the importance right now of staying on top of what is real, what is actually an action that came from the White House, and what is talk. Uh, This is something uh, that is really preoccupying newsrooms all over the U.S. right now. Yeah, well, like I said, won't get to it all today. We will get to what's real, though. William Troop, today's show producer. Thanks. Thank you, Marco. We'll hear more about the proposed border wall later in the show. We'll also talk Keystone Pipeline in Canada. But let's start with Trump's proposed ban on travelers from a number of Muslim-majority countries. Wajahat Ali is a Muslim-American writer and lawyer in Washington. We've had him on the show before. Here's Wajahat's take. Well, first and foremost, it's seven countries, right? And out of those seven countries, uh, it's Iran, Iraq, uh, Libya, Syria, Somalia, uh, Sudan and Yemen. Let's remember that of the 19 foreign hijackers that brought down the, the two towers in the terrorist attack, 15 of them were from Saudi Arabia, two from UAE, one from Egypt, and one from Lebanon. None of the countries mentioned. The suspension of visas from this country also means that Donald Trump might actually block people who are trying to come back to America right now. And furthermore, this might be in violation of the Constitution because if you just heard the countries that I mentioned, they all happen to be 
Muslim-majority countries. This mm. is the same president, Marco, who said Islam hates us. He didn't say radical Islam. Remember this. He said Islam hates us. So this is the type of world we're living in. Look, when it comes to refugees, this is an important point. There's already a vetting process. It's extremely difficult. It takes two years. That's the legal vetting process for refugees, number one. Number two, United States of America has not really filled its burden to bring in refugees, considering we're the most prosperous nation. That burden has currently been occupied by countries like Lebanon and Jordan and Turkey, which are sites of violence daily, right, as we know, with extremism. Mm. And also, uh, you know, third of all, this is a targeting of essentially Muslims. It's based on his campaign to temporarily ban Muslims, do extreme vetting of Muslims, do a registry of Muslims. But there's going to be an exception, Marco, apparently, for those religious minorities who are persecuted. And I guarantee you that exception will be made for Syrian Christians. Because we remember a lot of the Republican governors said, no, we're not going to allow any Syrian refugees. They called them a swarm, that, rodents, rats. That, that's a, that's but, a totally fair you know, point. Let me just, let me just, yeah, it's going to be for, it's gonna be for his base. In the block of people, though, who voted for Donald Trump, a lot of them, I would guess, are thinking, if this is what it takes to keep us safe, so be it. I mean, where it's does the pushback come safe. in there? I mean, how are you and your friends and connections on social media dealing?